Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Fantasy Romance and Romantic Fantasy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Mmm. Delicious. Delicious as always. Let's see. I'm making sure this is recording. I'm out here in the sun. Oh, yeah, it looks like it is. Um, considerably more sun today. Soon we will have to move out to the grape arbor. It's almost warm enough. It's a lovely day. Beautiful, beautiful Monday morning, April 19th. And uh, it's an exciting day here in Jeffy Land because it's release day for Sorceress Queen and the Pirate Rogue. Woohoo! Cheers! I've already seen several really nice reviews. Everybody seems to like Jack and Stella's story. Um, Tamitra, I don't know if I'm saying that right, uh, but said that she was wrecked. I love that, that the story wrecked her. Mm. So, so yeah, really fun to have that book out. I know it's like, I feel like I'm having so many releases. But I did plan it that way, right? That I was going to do a bunch of releases in a row this year to try to maximize the Amazon algorithm and get both of these series out. And so that's what I have been doing. Um, my knee is sore. My knee is really sore, you guys. It's not really sore. It just is um, consistently sore. It won't stop being sore, which is sore, which is annoying. I really need to get back into doing yoga. Um, so much Zoom. I, I, I don't want to have to do it on Zoom. So, um, let's see. So, release day. I, I had a busy weekend. Um, I wanted to tell you guys one insider thing on Sorceress Queen and the Pirate Rogue. That um, the scene in the carriage. Yeah, once you read, you'll know what I mean. The scene in the carriage, I totally did not know Jack was going to do that. Uh, I read this, I was writing the story, and I thought that they were just going to have a little banter and discussion. And then Jack goes and does what he does, and it came as, um, I don't put, I, I always want to put my cup up on the laptop. <laughs> I was like, no, that's a really bad idea, Jeffy. <sighs> um, yeah, so I did not know. Jack was going to do that. And I almost edited it out because, I mean, I was kind of as shocked as Stella was. And I was like, is this too much? But then it was so, I don't know, kind of amazing and hot that I couldn't bear to take it out again. <laughs> but now everybody loves that scene. So uh, hopefully, hopefully you love it too. Uh, today's earrings are costume jewelry. I think that's a funny term, isn't it? Uh, just some very simple uh, teardrop, not teardrop. What is this? What you know? It's like that pointed oval again that I think I didn't figure out the name for before. Uh, they're plastic, um, teal, and kind of luminescent. They've got a nice shimmer to them. A large uh, shape. What probably as long as like the second metatarsal on my index finger. Uh, I got these in Ogunquit, Maine. 
we were there for what we call birthday weekend in my family. Those of you who have been listening for a while know about birthday weekend. But my aunt and stepfather and I all have birthdays within a week of each other. So the family usually gets together then and goes off to do something fun. That year we went to Maine. That was one of our more long distance trips. And uh, my aunt and I went shopping in Ogunquit to find her a birthday present for me. And I picked out these earrings. So it's sort of like triple the fun. And Dark Storm, I think you're right on that whole sparking joy thing. I need to uh, um, reply to your comment. It, it was a busy weekend, uh, so I haven't done that yet. But I think you're right. I think if those other earrings do not spark joy, I need to get rid of them. I don't think... I don't buy into the thing where it's like every fucking thing in your life has to spark joy because I don't know. Then we'd be like um, Disney princesses, right? You know, just leaping about from thing to thing going, ha ha, la la la. Uh, and, and that's not life. But um, I do think that if it's not, um, if it's not something that gives me pleasure, I don't know, maybe sparking joy means different things to different people. The birds are joyful. Singing away, aren't they? They're all happy. So let's see. Yeah, Friday ended up being a super busy day. What with Sephora board meeting, which went fairly fast. I did get my 3,000 words on Bright Familiar, so I was happy about that. Uh, finished reading Kushiel's Mercy. You know, I'm not sure I ever finished reading that book before. I think, because I didn't remember anything after a certain point, so I think I must have bailed on it before. Uh, but I really loved it. Um, you know, Imriel is such a great hero. We, You know, he never comes up as a book boyfriend, but I would totally have Im Imriel for my book boyfriend. Uh, yeah, I would I would do Imriel in a heartbeat. He's a, yeah, just a great character. It was a wonderful book. Um, still horses in peril, Evergreen. Unfortunately, uh, the battle scenes, Jacqueline Carey just has no compunction about <laughs> describing the horses getting killed. Which I know is realistic, but, and yet, and yet. Uh, so yeah, that was a very rewarding reread. I loved reading it very much. And I realized that I had read Naama's Kiss, which comes next, but I mean, she's the the great granddaughter or great great granddaughter of one of the characters, and I don't know. I want I want to read more about Imriel and Sidonie. I wouldn't have even minded following Alaysa's life path into uh, you know what she does in Alba, but um, yeah. I remember not being thrilled with Not My Kiss. But then, of course, I didn't finish reading this book, clearly. Either that or I read it in such a fugue state, which is entirely possible. Because I know where I was in my life then. And um, it could have been that I just... Uh, I don't know. I think I would have remembered some things, and I just really didn't. But there was this whole premise to it that I didn't like, and I found it uncomfortable this time. Um and I don't, I, I don't want to spoil it. I'm trying to think of, you know, like sometimes there are things that happen to the characters that are just so terrible 
that it's like, oh, I don't, I don't want this to have happened to them. <laughs> so that's kind of where I was at it, out with it. Uh, but yeah, very rewarding reread. I've started rereading Dark Wizard now. Uh, and then Friday afternoon, I, the gal came and cleaned my house, you guys. And it was, it was everything I could hope it would be. She spent, she was here for four hours and spent most of it on the kitchen and explained to me that it was just going to take her a while to work her way through the accumulated grime. And I am perfectly zen with that. I was like, I understand, do what you have to do. Uh, and the kitchen's amazing. It's like, it, it's like gleams. It's so beautiful. And she did do parts of the other house of the rest of the house too. So, um, yeah, it's, it's just great. And then I went down and had high tea at St. James tea room, which if you're ever in Albuquerque is a really great venue to go to. Get a little hot here. I didn't need my sleeves. So, um, St. James is cool because you get like a little private room for as many people as in, are in your party. And, uh, I met up with my friend, Kathy, who writes as Katie Lane. She writes cowboy romances. And we sat there for two hours and ate, you know, like the three tiered tea and, you know, with the savories and the scones and the desserts. And the theme was Charlie and the chocolate factory. And it was wonderful. It was excellent. We had just the best time and we hadn't seen each other since before the pandemic. And so it was uh, just a really good conversation. Really fun. And she listens to the podcast sometimes, she said, and she said that it's very soothing. Uh, she was imitating me and it was, it was funny. She was like imitating me going, mmm, the coffee is so delicious, <laughs> which I don't think I sound like that, but she's a funny girl. Love you, Kathy. So let's see what else. Um, oh, and then I got back in time to do a panel for the Flights of Foundry conference, the fairy tale panel, which was interesting and fun. And then on Saturday morning, I had to, um, update my presentation for the workshop. I was, I actually gave this workshop twice on Saturday. I think I mentioned that it was just a weird coincidence of this workshop that I hadn't given in several years. And I ended up giving it twice on Saturday, pretty much back to back too. So I had to update the PowerPoint and refamiliarize myself. Um, identifying and breaking bad writing habits. And it was kind of funny because the, um, conference organizers were for the shorthand referring to it as breaking bad. <laughs> I, I never realized before that it was, uh, breaking bad and which is like entirely the wrong image, but there we go. So, uh, I did that. I did a reading. It was fun doing the reading for people. And I did, let's see, those two workshops. And then I was tired. I had a tired, uh, that was enough for the day. And then yesterday I ended up doing some things. I did some organizing. It was really nice not to have to clean the house. And so I was able to focus on a few other projects instead that really liberated me to, um, 
I did clean out under the sink where all the cleaning supplies are because, you know, I was just really not prepared to have somebody come clean my house, apparently, uh, because she kept asking me for things that I didn't know where they were. You know, I was like pointed her to the cleaning supplies that are like, we're all jumbled and piled in under the sink. I'm like, it's not organized. She says, that's okay. And I was like, oh, and then there's like just a little bit of 409. And she says, do you have more of this? And I'm like, no, but I found something else. And then she said, do you have a vacuum cleaner? And I said, yes. So I found the vacuum cleaner, but then I couldn't find all the parts. Cause you guys, I never use the vacuum cleaner anymore. Since we got the Roomba, I just used the Roomba. And I showed her the Roomba and she was looking at it funny. And I'm like, have, do you know what one of these is? And I was demonstrating it for her. And she's like, oh, I've seen it on TV. And I said, well, you know, it's, it's great for maintenance. I said, but it doesn't get in the corners. And she kind of looked at one of my corners where there's like dead leaves from the plants beneath. And she's like, yeah, I see. <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> yeah. And then she asked me for rags. And so I had to show her where the rags were above the washer and dryer. And they were also all jumbled into the cabinet. So yesterday I went in and I cleaned out under the sink and I organized the cleaning supplies and got rid of some stuff. And I also cleaned out the pile of rags in the laundry room so that she will have easy access to those things. And I um, put a couple of other things into order and did a few things that only I could do. Like, um, you know, I have to do a monthly maintenance on the treadmills, the walking desk treadmill and my running treadmill, which David also uses. And I just do those at the same time. But I, you know, put the, the silicon uh, under the belt and I also take the engine compartment um the, just the hood off. I wanted to take it apart, but that's not right. I take the hood off and I vacuum out underneath. And, you know, because you'd be amazed how much stuff like dust and cat hair accumulates inside that engine compartment. So I did that and I took care of the cat boxes and all of those kinds of things. But it was still really nice to um, just have to do those things. And I talked to Grace Draven on the phone for a long time. That was nice. We hadn't caught up in a while. She's been super busy getting her house ready for sale in Houston. She has two houses. You know how she is. Such a drama queen. That's not why I wanted to say she's not a drama queen. She is a, I don't know. She's two house glamorous. Soon she will be one house glamorous and she will be so much happier. Uh, and then we had a panel together at three on romance in science fiction and fantasy. And you know, so there's been this interesting thing that I've noticed. So here's a bit of advice for you up and coming writers, aspiring writers. I, I think actually for any writer at all. And so this was a thing in in-person conferences, but you didn't notice it as much. Um, maybe because it happened more behind the scenes, but you know, so there's always a thing of if there is a panel going on and there's somebody in the audience who really wishes that they were on the panel and you know so they'll like and in ask invasive questions not invasive questions but you know irrelevant questions at the end you know the question that's not a question you guys have all been there for that one right um, people would do it in grad school too you know like pretend to be asking a question but really it was an opportunity for them to show off their amazing understanding of the topic and and try to show up whoever is giving the talk 
well, for these online conferences, there are usually like a simultaneous chat going on on the side, uh, you know, like in Slack or Discord or sometimes on the chat, depending on, you know, like what platform they're using. And, and in some ways it's cool because people can, uh, you know, like offer recommendations and have side conversations and it's totally non-intrusive, but I've seen this happen a few times where someone who is, uh, really wanting to talk up their book, you know, like for example, their, uh, science fiction or fantasy romance book, and they're there in the chat telling everyone about their book during the panel, uh, and offering people copies of their book to read and talking about why their book is great. And I understand the impulse to do this because we are all looking for opportunities to tell people about our books, but this is the equivalent of going to an in-person panel and standing up in the back of the room, holding up your book cover and saying, buy my book while the panelists are talking. So again, it's a little less intrusive than that. And yet, you know, this is why I come back around to, um, I get asked a lot, you know, like what's the best way to, I don't know, make friends in the community, you know, to find authors who will blurb your books or talk up your books. And, uh, you know, there's always going to be the one who, uh, is mean to you, as you guys have learned. Oh, this earring has gotten a little stuck. I'm gonna have to unstick it. That's the only thing about these earrings is they kind of twist up. Some do that. Um, you know, and one thing to keep in mind is that, that everybody wants to sell their books and it doesn't matter how successful an author seems to be or, or maybe they still really care about selling their own books too. And when you go and you do a panel like that, essentially for free, right? You know, you're there, you're, you're doing it partly for promo. It, it's so that people will become aware of you as an author and hopefully will buy your books. So if, if somebody else who is not on the panel is there trying to talk up their own book, uh, imagine how that affects the, the authors who are, uh, being competed with. It's, um, it does, it does not make us feel friendly. <laughs> <laughs> towards you. And so somebody was doing this and I, I remember the name and it's like, really, really, this is, this is how you're going to do things. And you know, it's like, um, you know, maybe this person doesn't care, you know, which is, which is fine, but there's a, there comes a point at which, you know, it, there's reciprocity involved and, you know, nobody's going to really be counting the beans and saying, well, you did one, two, three for me. So therefore I will do one, two, three for you. But at the same time, there is something for, well, wait, you're asking me to do something for you and you've never done a thing for me. And worse, you, you actually competed with me when, at a time when it was supposed to be the spotlight on me and you tried to like yank the spotlight over to you. It just doesn't, doesn't win your friends. So that's my little rant for the day. Did I mention it's release day? 
for Sorceress Queen and the Pirate Rogue? I bet I did. Uh, I'm very happy about that. So I hope you all have something to be happy about today. And uh, let me know if you're reading the book. Let me know your thoughts. I've, I'm excited to hear what you guys think. Uh, I will remind you all that First Cup of Coffee is part of the Frolic Media Podcast Network. You will find more podcasts you love at frolic.media slash podcasts. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye.